0: erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator join me as i uncover the blasphemous truth of
1: a
2: plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving god and we are not its favored children the heresies of radolf Buntwine, coming january 2nd wherever podcasts are available
3: what's up everyone i'm noah daniels hey y'all i'm jj
0: hey guys it's cat
3: And if you're like Kat and JJ and you love UFOs, you love aliens, and you want more of that on the podcast, well, this is the episode for you. We have a really awesome guest who not only is into that part of I guess do we call it the paranormal I I feel like aliens are a species more than a paranormal but if you're into that um he has actually made a movie uh that goes through a lot of this stuff um I have watched the trailer and it's pretty exciting I'm not gonna lie I definitely want to see the movie too we have on the episode Patrick Cutler thank you so much for coming on the podcast Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. It's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. And the movie is titled Red Gate and it's um, about uh, UFO and alien encounters in a small town in Western Montana. Yeah, so
2: uh, the movie kind of started out me writing about um, some old folklore tale back uh, when we were kids growing up around the campfire. There's this old tale. This this whole place that happens in, on the outskirts of a town called Deer Lodge, Montana. And basically, it's this deep valley with two huge mountain ranges on both sides in western Montana. And back in the day, they had mining communities up uh, before they found the town. And one of the mining communities was actually a place called Emory. And this guy at a homestead, one day he comes home from his homestead and, and goes in his barn and everything, his house, and he takes an axe and chops up his wife, and then he chops mm-hmm. up his two kids. And the next day, they say they found him outside of his homestead, painting the gate red with their blood. Oh. <laughs> Thus Wait, the name <laughs> that's why the town's called that? Yeah, Redgate is the is it, yeah. It's an area outside the town, but it's this big area in the mountains. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh so, my man, gosh. that's creepy. For like the people in that area to be like, "Yeah, that was a weird thing." Let's <laughs> let's name this area Redgate after yeah. the, the blood of the children that was.
2: Ugh. I, it's it's really kind of weird because a lot of people um still kind of try to refuse it and deny it and all these things based and all kinds of stuff that happened up in this particular area known as red gate uh so there's not like an official you won't find it like an official map as like a, a stamp on a map or anything. right,
0: right. Were the kids supposed to be like it was their ghost using the paint or like they were uh...
1: no it was their father that just murdered them painting yeah. the gate red
2: <sighs> yeah, with their blood is, and that that start that yeah that's where it started out with me is like that was supposed to be like a folklore tale and I was gonna do more of like a fictional type movie but then I started doing research on all of this stuff all this stuff popped up and it turns out like that tale itself people are saying that even um that tale was likely true and they just didn't want to talk about it because there's a guy way back in like the 1800s owned a bunch of uh, land up there in the mountains and he is all his gates were red. And he, he changed them because of that that story and everything, so, so you got drawn into
1: this area for that story, but then I like it, it sounds to me like the motto needs to be like, "Come for the grizzly murders, stay for the UFOs."
3: you know like <laughs> You can use that as a tag uh, on the next trailer. Yeah. Real haunting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's it's so I started doing research on the town and there had been alien stories, UFO stories um throughout the history of uh this area called Redgate. Yeah, uh, the more I started doing more background, the more things popped up. Uh one of the spookiest things is they say the town was actually founded upon um a Native American massacre burial ground. And the reason they say that is I did research in this even and there used to be these people that are called the Métis people they lived in the valley before any European settlers came along. And if you read the history of Gerard's uh, the Métis people they just kind of like disappear you never hear from them ever again. These European settlers came in and it took over and this is back in the day where there's all kinds of like Native American massacres all over and uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it makes you wonder like, well, what happened to the people that used to live here? So they say the yeah. town was built on, on cursed land to begin with.
3: Hmm. So you're doing this research and I mean, it all sounds like pretty gruesome and interesting. And then fast forward, you you discover this picture of an actual alien caught on a trail cam.
2: So yeah, I was kind of in the post-production process of it, of the film and um, this kind of changed routes with the movie is, is that I had a buddy I haven't seen in years content hey you want to come on tv they're doing a, a, a stories on the red gate area and the ufo sightings there and stuff you want to come on with me and talk about it so i'm like sure heck with it all i'll come on and talk you know and and then i met met up with him and i haven't seen him in a long long time and he shows me yeah check this out he shows me his cell phone he had downloaded the uh, picture off his cell phone from one of his hunting trail cameras and just to give an overview of things he works for a lot of different people where he's allowed to set up like 150, 200 different trail cams in all this private area, not only in the red gate area, but all across all the mountains here, uh, mm-hmm. kind of in this broad area. So this was one of the cameras that was in the red gate area that he had set up on private property pretty much. And he showed me this image and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I can't tell what the hell it is. It was really weird when I first saw it because the first time I have ever seen it. Once he showed me that, it was kind of like, okay, well, maybe there's more of the story than I realized. So then I started doing some more research with him and he actually took me up to the area. It's like, he has access to this private property. So it was like the area that this camera, this photo was taken on is actually technically public, but you had to go through private land to get there pretty much. Mm-hmm. So he drove me right outside the gate of the private land. We went over the gate and um, I started uh, taking video up there and researching the area and everything else. And then, I got more and more stories of things that occurred and that happened in red gates from aliens, UFOs, to everything else. And it all kind of started though with this picture.
3: And one thing that we should ask you that we love to find out from our guests. So, and we'll do it two ways uh, with you. So on our Believo meter, zero to 10, just out of curiosity, where do you fall on believing in ghosts? Zero meaning they're not real. 10 they're absolutely real. And the same question for UFOs and aliens.
2: I'd say on ghosts, I'd probably go to like an an eight. Um, okay. so i'm pretty I'm pretty sure that they are you know everyone, you know there's a lot of things out there like ghosts. So I'm pretty high there. But aliens, it's like man the odds of us being alone in this entire universe and everything else is practically zero. so i I definitely believe a ten when it comes to aliens. They're hundred percent
3: For mm-hmm. sure and when you were yeah. doing all this research and and you're actually out physically in you know Montana, talking to people, filming, I picture Montana being, you know, like a lot of cowboys and like kind mm-hmm. of macho men. What what's, what was their response to you investigating, you know, these ideas of aliens and, and kind of wild things happening in their area?
2: It feels like for me personally, it was kind of hard to get a hold of a lot of these people because a lot of them didn't really want to talk about it or I, I would shoot an interview with someone that had footage of, of UFO stuff and I'd get the footage from them, I'd interview them and then I'd message them and say, hey, we're gonna screen the movie tonight and then they wouldn't return any of my messages or anything. And so I've gotten weird vibes from a, a lot of them. I just interviewed someone this past week that he came on and he finally, I finally got him to do a, a sit down interview. But um, a lot of them, um, they don't wanna talk about it. They don't want really anything to do with it. My buddy Don, he he had um he, he works he's worked on a bunch of different ranches and there was a cattle mutilation on one of the ranches where you know it comes in and in the kettle is just missing all its blood and organs and everything and there's just like a little tiny slit in the cow or whatever that's really unexplained oh. while these mutilations happen really bizarre and the rancher basically just said hey take it to the bed dead pit i don't want to hear about it again
3: the dead uh. pit <laughs> and
2: basically uh, uh they throw dead animals and stuff in like some kind of pit or something
3: and burn them. i don't know so, I, I yeah <laughs> so is the thought oh. that aliens may have harvested the organs of the cow it, that, and i think that's kind
2: of thought of it is that, that they might have harvested the organs and why would they would drain it all out and everything just so weirdly and, and again these situations have there's no animal marks or claws or bite marks or or incision marks there's like nothing on these these cattle mutilation things they're just that's what makes it so bizarre but you're like okay it's it's sucking all its organs blood out but for what what reason (laughs) yeah
1: and that it's like so surgical it sounds like because i i want to be like of course like the organs and stuff is missing if it was attacked by like a predator or something but or an alien predator, like a, <laughs> but, but yeah, if it's just like a, a slit and they're taken out.
0: Maybe it was like a, a, sci- a scientist yeah, alien, yeah. like a, they're doing research.
1: Yeah. Or, or a mad scientist human that <laughs> just wants to study cow organs.
0: Good point. Good point.
3: I also think the likelihood of there being something else out there is is strong. I think it's a bit myopic to think that we're the only intelligent species in uh, a never ending universe. I don't know. For some reason it's harder for me to believe in aliens that are quote unquote here versus like, ghost which is so strange but for some reason ghosts to me feel more tangible maybe it's because we've interviewed like 120 people about their ghost (laughs) stories and we're and we're going to start doing more alien content you're going to kind of be the first of that series what is it about aliens through your research or is there anything that has pushed you more to being like okay this story this part of the research i really feel like is true
2: the the biggest thing for me is on the more and more I do this and uh, the more documentaries I watch more investigations I do just in aliens in general. And there's just, there's just so much information out there, even with like the Pentagon releasing all the UFO stuff. And they're going to meet on that on Tuesday for the first time, like decades. And um, for me personally, it's like, there's a lot of information now out there, like a lot of um, different types of photos and stories and all these different things occurring. And I guess, if when it pertains to Red Gates, when I've heard there's tons of people who have stories of driving up there in that area and seeing lights in the sky that's following them, and, and there's people that they've done um uh this documentary called The Secret of Reggie was released like 16 years ago. It and they did past regression hypnosis with people, they brought up old memories when they were kids back in the 50s when they actually visited aliens. Um whoa. Yeah, I would should, love
0: to hear that one. Um if you
2: go on YouTube. It. Uh, go on youtube and search the secret of Redgate, and that old documentary is on there and it is really interesting because they're like emotional and they're talking about when they're kids and they called them their gray friends they met down by the river and they got on their spacecraft and all this and they described the creatures being four feet high gray with huge black eyes um really interesting um wow. they're all, yeah
0: so do you have like a theory for why Montana is so, is saturated? It sounds like more so with these stories or sites or. It,
2: yeah, it, it seems like the more rural, it, it seems like the less likelihood they're going to get captured on camera mm. or whatever else, you know, it, that's the thing I would say that it does seem like the rural areas of mountains and, and things of that nature, even say like Roswell, New Mexico, uh, you know, stuff like that, where it's like, you know, they, they feel like it's, I don't think it's safer or, or what it is, but it is odd though. You know, you don't see, you know, a spacecraft just flying down the middle of like New York City or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to keep right. a low profile. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Trying to do to, like, their research.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or follow the prime directive. They can't mess with us because we're a pre-warp society. Yeah. Kind of. maybe, maybe us two are the only Star Trek nerds here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that... Um, more like an ant farm they created, or something like that. So they created us and yeah. just come down and monitor what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah and do little tests and probes. I mean, you never know. Or like a
1: wildlife preserve or something.
0: They're probably, right now, right now they're probably looking at the political situations and being like, shit, we fucked up.
3: Should we do something? (laughs) Or we're just like their reality show. They're watching our political situation. Like, oh man, TV is getting so trashy.
0: Um, There's so many different genres of TV shows that they're watching or able to tune into.
3: (laughs) So JJ, I'm curious, because I know you're such an alien enthusiast. Do you, in your heart of hearts, if if there are aliens out there, do you think that they're going to be oh. safe and fun to interact with, or Ooh. do you think they're going to come down and slit you open and harvest your organs like that cow? I don't know. I
1: mean, it
0: depends. Like, oh wait, this is JJ's answer. It's,
1: well, I mean, you can answer too. I don't know. Do you think we're going to be attacked by aliens out there?
0: I don't. I mean, it depends. It depends on what type of alien it is, where they're from and what their goal is. I mean, I'm going purely based off of Star Trek. Yeah. But I would hope their first contact is supposed to be peaceful and trying to understand us and help us but there's probably something that we have to discover on our own first before they're allowed to just like star Trek. Yeah.
3: I think more of like Mars attacks, you know, like I think of the hippies that had like the signs or even independence day, you know, like the, woo, here they come. And then they just get vaporized (laughs) or like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just more of a fear-based human. If there are aliens that are like
1: advanced enough to, you know, go to different galaxies, um, then like, they could probably beat the shit out of us right yeah but, like, yeah. but maybe they only got that advanced as a civilization by you know being peaceful and cooperating and like i you know p- part of me is optimistic and like if they're only slitting cows open and harvesting their organs it it sounds like that's just
3: like scientific uh but also for, like
0: if they could they would if they wanted to they would have
3: yeah <laughs> right well i just think about how we treat dolphins you know we know they're intelligent species and you know we make people go to well, we don't make them but you can go to cancun and like ride a dolphin with your feet you know like it's Let's, that part yeah, is a little scary i'd,
1: I'd be more scared they'd want to just like d- dissect us or or do like weird I'm just gonna say weird things. I'm gonna leave it at weird things. You wanted to say <laughs> sex to things.
3: I know. What I you mean, were I about. mean,
0: but the when we did have an alien episode, she did talk about how it felt very like testing. Like they'd keep them in different rooms, and based yeah. on stories we've read, like people that are getting poked and prodded and like tested and that kind of stuff. I don't know. I want to hear from Patrick though about his thoughts on yeah. all this. Yeah, as I, we I, ramble over nothing that we know about. Yeah. Well,
3: exactly. So I mean, that I was kind of yeah bridging it to Patrick because I was curious or I am curious in your research where do you kind of side on that do you think that they may be independent beings that some are nice some are bad or do you think we're in for chaos at some point i think i think a little bit of both my thing is um
2: do you guys know who david greer is um the name sounds familiar okay so David Greer, he's been doing the, what he invented, was called the C5 uh, Meditations. So basically it basically consists of getting around and meditating and asking to make connect contact with ETs and summoning them through a group of people. Uh-huh. And you can do them on your own. It's really interesting, because he has this movie I uh, watched not too long ago called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, where they have video after video and image after image, these different UFOs that appeared when they were doing a C5 meditation, which is really, really interesting. But that guy, has, he's been around for a while, and um, his theory is all of them are peaceful. If they could have taken us out already, they would have taken us out. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't fully agree with him because there, there is there is documentation and things that show some aren't so peaceful. There's been reports you know, not too long ago about a UFO type visitations where people ended up with like radioactive burns and things. And um, there's a lady that got impregnated by an alien. Or, I can't remember what it all was, but there's been other stories that um, uh, says they're they're not quite so peaceful, but I think it's like the best way I would look at it is like, if you have the entire human race, you can't say everyone in the human race is a good person. You have monsters right. out there. Right. So the idea that all aliens are friendly to me um, is, is not an accurate idea, but I also think, you know, if you say the oh, old, they can all take us out whenever they want to, they probably have some kind of code or rules that they can't, you know, Right. You know, they can't just come down here and just kill everybody. You know, like, that's not like, <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, like, if the roles were reversed, like, we are aliens too, then. And like, if we suddenly discovered, like, they could all be on different levels of discovering us in general. Maybe some aliens have discovered like a bunch of different galaxies and universes and planets or whatever and like civilizations. Uh, maybe some have only just found one and it's us. And yeah. of course, they're gonna, if we found aliens, we would be. Careful and hopefully uh, observant and just curious and not want to go kill out an entire new species that we have I, no idea. I I'd say the
1: history of humankind—that's true—makes me think
3: that we wouldn't be that. Well, maybe <laughs> careful. Yeah. And yeah.
0: A select Peaceful. few would. Yeah,
3: tell it to the dodo bird. Yeah, bird. but to
0: Patrick's point, there would probably be rules and regulations until the stupid Americans got their way and.
2: Oh, you looking like a like say for example like a dog like you know if, if human beings want to take out every single dog on planet earth probably wouldn't be it, would be, it wouldn't be easy but we probably could do that but why
3: why yeah, <laughs> why would you do that you don't right how would you do it
2: <laughs>
0: Right 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 yeah
3: Well Patrick we love diving into like kind of the skeptic side of things as well in all your research for your film and just your general curiosity into UFOs and aliens are there any telltale signs that are audience should look for when they're investigating ufos that that may prove them you know like oh maybe this part is doctored or manufactured um
2: my biggest thing is because you see this stuff all the time on twitter and everywhere else in social media it's like if if an image seems too good to be true then it's probably not and that you'll you'll recognize it's when you see it like if it seems like a spacecraft off of like independence day right it's, it's probably not but you see a lot of these come out and they're like, no, that's not a spacecraft. That's just like a street light that's angled weird against the light in Texas. I saw one like that come out. I was like, what is that? And I saw another one come out the other day. The guy's like looking out his airplane window and it looks like a spaceship, but it's like, that's too. <laughs> it looks like, I can perfectly see every little part of the spaceship. It's like the thing, if you could see it highly hey. detailed, you know, you think about these um ETs moving super beyond space and time continues we understand they move that fast the odds that you're gonna get a perfectly captured um spacecraft just sitting up there and you get captured all the details Mm -hmm. of it
3: this episode of the real hauntings real ghost stories podcast is brought to you by wild grain hey everyone it's noah daniels and i'm here to talk to you again about wild grain our last shipment of wild grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner and i'm not gonna lie i'm right there with him Well, you think of the cool. videos from like the Air Force. I mean, like you were saying, those are so fast. It's hard to, oh, yeah, just like are- a blur mm-hmm. of energy going around. That's I right. like your rule of thumb as if, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true i think that's a good thing to remember with all of this stuff that we kind of talk about on our podcast so we've heard about the the cow mutilations the trail cam picture were there some other things from from where you've talked to people or or evidence that has been captured that led you to more believe the ufo stories in that part of montana this guy i met he captured a, a couple ufos on his cell phone camera
2: up in the sky that was a really interesting one there's been a lot of stories of people that have, uh, again, driven up there with the UFOs and seen them up there. Um, I think some of the things, and this is going back to just the energy of this place in Redgate, I think some of the, the the murders and things that have occurred uh, in this area, like the, the biggest one was, um, it almost feels like a reenactment of the original Redgate story. But this is uh, this one, unlike the Redgate, this one's fully documented and really did happen for 100% fact. A guy came home several years back, and they had, uh, it was like a house cabin up in the Red Gate area, and I'm not sure what his deal was, if he was possessed by a demon, or it was just bizarre what he did. He went outside, took a gun, shot his four-year-old son in the head, shot his five-year-old son in the head, went inside, shot his 15-month-old daughter in the head, then shot his wife in the head, put them all in a bed, let the house on fire, lay down next to him, and shot himself out of nowhere oh my gosh yeah just completely out of nowhere <sighs> um but like it's just like so it just feels like there's just this weird energy there and then also um in the regular area it's like um you have the continental divide and everything this is like the only valley in montana that, that flows like east to west instead of like north to south and there are these massive like huge huge power lines going right through the middle of those mountains in the Redgate area and they say that can attract a lot of freaking power and can Um, different beings from different dimensions because use it as a portal to kind of drift through there. So that's another thing they say where that could be attracting a lot of energy there. Mm.
1: So, I mean, how much do you buy into energy portal explanation
2: yeah that's the that's a hard thing um we talk about science and you talk about um i, I always look to like quantum physics and, and, and the nature of quantum physics and things of that and that uh that we have an unlimited amount of dimensions that we're living in and how you can shift from in between dimensions like what if people did that on a very high energetic level that they were able to shift from one dimension to the next um, really uh, quickly like that. So that's kind of my, my overview on it is, is kind of the quantum physics overview of, of multi-verse, multi-world theory uh, of coming between worlds is, is kind of what I... But it, it's, it's such an interesting topic because it's, it's hard to prove, but then there's also like string theory. There's all these mm-hmm. theories out there that like, okay, this is making sense how this is possible.
0: The quadratic formula... Oh, uh, yeah. PIMDAS. <laughs> I'm just throwing out any, for, any formula that I know that's useless to me.
2: <laughs>
1: Although
0: PIMDAS has been pretty useful.
1: So uh, that's interesting to me. There's been those two like really bizarre murder cases. And it, it sounds like there's more than that, too. I'd imagine like if living in an area where there's already all these UFO sightings and then you have these murders are, are people like connecting the the two things together
2: I, I think so I think some people really are connecting some of the dots here because there there are for the size of a town like dirt there's only like two thousand people for some of the murders and things that occur that frequently in a town like this some of the crazy stuff like car crashes even are those those are like more general can't quite connect those but like some of the crazier ones it it, it really makes you wonder like you know is the energy just really bad here or what is what is going like it's attracting aliens ufos paranormal the prison uh was originally because Lodge, montana is the site of the montana state prison and the prison was originally in town and it's it's now the old montana state prison it's still up because they turned into a museum and you go to the old montana state prison do a ghost tour there and the paranormal activity there is off the charts crazy Really? it's like nuts yeah it's like really nuts did you did
1: you experience something while uh
2: touring the museum i did um so we used to have an old we have a theater group we used to do theater uh plays inside the old montana state prison museum because there was an old stage there and stuff and it was just a cool location well at night when the people that ran the museum left we, we'd have the keys and we'd sneak back into the, the old prison and we do our own tours through the old cell blocks and everything and uh Yeah, there's, you know, there's like a place like you can walk into, you can almost just feel the activity almost like at night. That place is spooky. I I don't think I go back now. It's, it's, I can just feel the energy there. And we, um, this is a while back, we used to record like audio and get like EVP, weird stuff, weird Mm -hmm. voices and stuff. And it's just a weird, yeah, it's really weird.
0: I want to go, but I'm also terrified. Yeah. I feel like I'm hypersensitive to that kind of feeling. And Noah is a little bit like this too. Not that we've like all gone together to a place like this, but Noah and I both have stories of like, just kind of feeling that that feeling in the room, but JJ claims to have no clue what that feels like. And we all try to explain it to him, but I'm dying to go somewhere. And
1: if I were to go into like an old prison building, yeah, I would feel like a little creeped out and by like, you know j- just because that's a creepy building but in terms of i i feel like the paranormal energy like i don't know how like mm-hmm. how you decipher that versus this is just my general impression of this place because it's scary yeah. not to discount anyone's
2: experience but just for me personally we like, just yeah. need
0: to take you to more uh, haunted, haunted <laughs> prison you
2: should yeah, you so. should um it's yeah that's been on like ghost adventures all kinds of things sold montana state prison it's pretty cool but like here's how i would put it like so we do an annual haunted house creep show type thing, and last year uh, in October we did it in what used to be an old funeral home. And it's, it's not the first time it's ever been done in the history of any town, but people freaked out, made a huge deal about it. And I was like, well, nobody actually dies at a funeral home; they're just their bodies taken there. They in a ceremony, whatever. Right. So if you walk, for me personally, I walk through this entire funeral home, and, and it's it looks kind of creepy and everything else, but I. I felt nothing when I walked through there. Like I felt right. no energy, like nothing. Mm-hmm. You go through the old Montana state of prison, even during the daytime by yourself in certain areas. And it's just like, this feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny.
0: This is so random and off not super off topic, but I went to a, funeral the other week and at a funeral home obviously where was where the service not obviously but that's where the service was and all these doors were open and like you had to look at a list for where your person was to go visit and greet the family and stuff and so we had to walk past three open doors and no one was in these rooms except just an open casket and three bodies just like in you had to like walk down a hall and just look at three different bodies chilling oh wrong room wait yeah i thought she got cremated oh that's not her yeah. you know literally we were all saying that because <laughs> it was so confusing but the same thing like I could have just gone in there and chilled with them. Like there was, I felt, no, I felt nothing. I mean, sadness and you know, that kind of yeah. stuff, but I wasn't feeling creeped out by it because it's true. I mean, that's not where the energy is. That's not yeah. where they died.
3: It no, was weird not. though. Yeah. Well, Patrick, and yeah. I don't, I'm surprised we haven't asked this yet, but have you encountered an extraterrestrial in person? Uh, I personally have not um, seen one in
2: person myself. Um, I've, I've had kind of the usual, uh, I would say UFOs in the sky. I've seen, I wouldn't say a ton of them. I've seen them a couple times over my life, but yeah, I've never personally, I've seen a ghost before, um, after my
3: grandfather died and, but not, no, no alien or anything like that ever in person for me. Is that a goal of yours now that you've. Is the film completely wrapped, and then in- it's it's wrapped, and there's just a few things that I'm working on, but it's going to release here in the
2: next couple of months, probably, in okay. the, the summer, early fall, somewhere in there.
3: So now that you've really invested in, you know, all this UFO genre, is is that a goal of yours? Do you want to see an alien in person, or are you okay with kind of keeping them at hands reach? <laughs> so for me personally, um, we've met people that we're working with right now in a couple of different
2: documentaries and TV shows and things of that nature, and one of them believes heavily in that ce5 meditation i was talking to about mm-hmm. so i haven't i've only had time to kind of mess around with one of those but i would like to be part of a, a ce5 meditation where we um again you can do it by yourself so you don't have to have a group of people i would like to do one of those and we might have some come up this summer but i would love to do one of those in the red gate area and try to see if we can get like some kind of et to show up in the sky or whatever yeah. would be mm-hmm. really kind of cool so personally yeah i'd say i'd want to yeah at some point because i do think they're a little bit like ghosts where they might be scary to some people but they don't Ghosts. i haven't seen ghosts ever really
3: attack somebody before <laughs> right yeah. and jj i know you're a big fan of anal probing do you want to need a, an alien <laughs> wow uh yeah but not for that reason sorry that joke came on a little strong wow
1: (laughs) no leave it in Uh, that's what she said Uh,
0: but also like but also the anal probe person said that too
1: yeah yeah for sure. i'm really good at jokes tonight i would love to meet an alien and i mean even if it was like a vicious i'm gonna destroy your planet alien at least like my last moment of life would be getting to meet an alien. I mean, that would would be amazing.
3: Kat, do you share that same sentiment?
0: I'm cool, I'm chill. I'd meet one tomorrow. Let's go.
3: I feel like that's your like Craigslist listing to meet an alien. I'm cool, I'm chill, let's go. Let's go, just come on down.
0: I mean, like, let's do it. If the alien is like ET,
3: I'm down. Like if it'll hang out with stuffed animals and have a glowy finger, like I'm cool with that. But (laughs) also if they
0: need some, like if they're if they're researching, like I'll go. Yeah. Bring me back. But like
3: (laughs) we'll
1: we'll donate our bodies to. (laughs)
0: No, I'll I'll go give some blood. Like come on, bring me back.
1: (laughs) Well, Patrick, when you saw that trail cam footage, and. Maybe we can, like, post the picture to our Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. But for for people who are listening and not seeing, you know, you see this bipedal figure. Uh, it's kind of grayed out. Um, it looks like one one color. In the description, they, they described it as naked. And, yeah, like, it, you, you don't really see any, like, clothes hanging off of this thing. Like how did that make you feel? And was there, like, a part of you that was just like, oh, this is... A person it looks great because it's like a night vision camera or are you convinced that like yes that is for sure an extraterrestrial
2: so for me personally when i first saw it i wasn't sure what i was looking at exactly but then we i got some more of the details broken down to me and we start to break down everything so um the first part is this was shot late at night or later on at night in end of October. So it's, it's dark. It's up and it's way up in the mountains. It's basically you, a human being can't access this because it's basically on private property. And um, so it's, it's very high, hard to access. And that's a trail that if a human being was going on the trail, the, the trail is facing North and South and this thing's coming across East and West. So you, you couldn't go really East West. You'd have to go down the trail North and South. And then the other thing is the my buddy who got the, the image of this, he did a, a comparison photo. where He went back up there on the exact, basically the exact same time at night. When it was dark out and ran across uh, the trail cam as fast. So he could have like a hoodie on mm-hmm. and his photo, his photo is totally different. Like it mm-hmm. looks really? like you could see the first thing is on the image. Like on his image, those night trail cams if it has eyes like a human being they'll do that uh like almost that flare in their eyes their eyes will be lit up like white Mm -hmm. Mm. so it's its eyes aren't lit up at all and um there seems to be like a little bit of a halo over this thing compared to the human comparison photo also and then you look at the legs and the legs are almost like chopped off like they're going so fast you can't even like see the legs right um and then if there was a person where is its backpack where is it's like Brandy. you can't make out anything not even fingers or hands or anything human on it can you be can be made out on an image there's just i think it's way harder for me to prove or someone to prove that that's an actual human being would be very very difficult to prove. it as well. doesn't yeah. look
3: like a human i mean it, even its mouth and the structure of its face is is very bizarre looking be interesting yeah. to see a map of like where it was because you
1: know like we don't when when i saw the picture like i don't i didn't know like if this was close to the road or to a trail and like hearing how first of all middle of the night october montana probably <laughs> freezing but I it don't sounds know, like a very hard to yeah, get but, to place yeah
0: through private property and on a part of the trail that would not normally see humans right
2: yeah, yeah so we don't know any human beings who have, because he has cameras set up along that trail and other parts, and we don't know any human being that's actually accessed that location through public land, which is the only legal way to access it, because part of the reason he sets up these trail cams is to monitor this multi-million dollar guy who owns all his property in Montana, and if he ever catches a human being on any of these cameras, it's not supposed to be there he'll send that to the owner and the owner will end up like actually prosecuting the person in court and everything.
3: Um, yeah, Yeah. I guess, yeah it's like that intense. So like, I've seen if- Yellowstone. I know what they actually do to those people. Don't you lie, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: That's a little worse than that. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's no human being has been found making it to that area without, you know, having being granted access to the private property, to get on there.
1: The image you got from the, the trail photo, is it like, a still image, or is it like a video capture as well?
2: So it, it's a still image, and this is the other bizarre thing that uh, uh, I left out. This uh, it's motion detected, and it catches images. It catches. It takes like three pictures in like one second or or two seconds, something like that. It's really quick. And the first image is that image you're seeing of that alien figure. The other two images were black, and the camera got completely fried and died on the spot. Ah. Oh, weird. Yeah. And this is a camera that had a life battery of at least a year at that point.
0: Cause that's like a lot of Whoa. people's rebuttal is we have these new high quality cameras. Why can't anyone just get a good picture of an alien that they're claiming to see?
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously, the aliens who made it all the way over here have better technology than our cameras. <laughs> <laughs> but like, close, right. Yeah. They have
0: something that and that's their universal right. code. They're no one can document that we are here. And if they are, let's confuse the shit out of them by making it super blurry
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> or killing their camera. The first thing is like, how do you know when the alien is going to appear? And then the second thing, when it does appear, it's like they're, they're always moving so fast. Like you'd have to have someone would be, have to have a really nice camera, be really, really prepared to really slow it. I don't know. It, it's just Yeah. Difficult. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, that's wild. Well, we're getting close to our hour, but I would love, um, you know, for you to give a a full pitch to our audience on your movies. And um, once it releases, please let us know, you know, so we can share those details to our audience.
2: 100%. So yeah, Red Gate is going
3: to be coming out here in the
2: next couple of months. It's 100% true stories of of this crazy, bizarre area. We have cattle mutilations, murders, um, UFO sightings, paranormal activity. And it's got more bizarre stories than you'll ever imagine. And the film is 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 extremely well done. It's been uh, previewed by a couple of different people. The rough cut has been, and we've had nothing but great reviews. It's won several awards at uh, film festivals across the country. And we were really excited to like finally kind of releasing the film and and exposing everything within this area in this film. It's it's really gonna blow your mind when it finally comes out.
3: Man, I can't uh, wait to see it. Well, Kat and JJ, did y'all have any more questions for Patrick before we get him out of here?
1: Just if you get more alien footage, please send it our way because I I live for this. Seriously, like every time I see NASA sends out a press release, I'm like, they found aliens, didn't they? And it's always yeah. like, oh, it's just it's just a black hole in the center of the universe. Yeah.
3: Oh, so,
0: uh, just a stupid black hole.
3: Just a black hole. <laughs> Another black hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so exciting. We gotta come yeah. up with a uh, alien noise instead of the ooh to make at the end of the podcast, but I don't really. <laughs> Know what?
0: <laughs> da, na, 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 na. Is oh, I feel
3: Charlie like that's knows. copyrighted. Oh, yeah. I can't do that. Oh, good, point, good point. Good
0: point.
3: <laughs> we'll stick to the beep, woo. Beep, for beep, beep, we'll just beep, we'll beep, do a woo a little more nasally. I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Patrick, before we got to get you out of here, do you have anything else you want to plug or anything else you want to add? No, just check out uh,
2: a is where the film's probably going to be released here in the next couple months. I never know what might happen. They might try to steal the film from me, but no. <laughs> and what's your um, social media? If our fans want to follow anything uh, you've got going on. It's, uh, if you search uh, Google Patrick W. Cutler or Patrick W. Cutler on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, that's um, my main thing. But um, if you want to follow anything regards to Redgate, um, starting all the way back to the beginning. Uh, search the hashtag uh, Redgate film. So hashtag Redgate film.
0: Just really quick. Can you describe your ghost that you saw after your grandpa passed away?
2: Oh uh, yeah. So I was actually at uh, a football game on a Friday night. It was a high school football game here in town. And uh, on the back behind one of the end zones, there's like a dirt track and there's like a, a hillside. And as kids, we used to run up on down those hillsides all the time during the games. And we're at the top of this hillside and we're just running around and all of a sudden I'm running with my buddy and, in the distance, I don't know, it's like 20 yards in the distance, I see just a white image that looks like a person. And it's just like standing there. So of course, it's kids, I just, we just start running closer to him closer. And we ran and ran and ran as we're running, you know, about 10 yards away, it it suddenly just disappears um, huh. into thin air. And it was just really weird. I was like, you saw that, right? I was like, yeah, we both saw it. So it's just like, It's really bizarre. Maybe it was like more like 30 yards away, but it was like we ran towards as fast as we could and it just it just disappeared once we got there.
0: Weird. It's always affirming to have your friend with you too. Just to be like, okay, I'm not crazy. That was there, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you saw that, right? (laughs) Wow. So with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ. I'm Kat. I'm
2: Patrick Cutler.